Every day we take our lives into our own hands when we consume vitamins and supplements. By not knowing the right ones to take or when, we could be doing a disservice to our health, or even worse, could be endangering it. Welcome to your daily dose with Doreen Doucette. Now you have a resource to help you use supplements, vitamins, and natural health more safely and effectively. Here is your host, Doreen Doucette. Good morning and welcome to your daily dose. Many years ago, our everyday products became more improved or better cleaners because they killed more bacteria than the cleaners before them. Today, when we look at the cleaning and washing products on the store shelves, we see antibacterial dish detergents, laundry soaps, and body washes. We see that our household cleaners are going to kill 99.9% of the germs and bacteria in our homes, and we're all trying every single thing we can do to keep bacteria and germs away from our daily lives. With the current COVID-19 pandemic, our store shelves are completely empty of antibacterial wipes, which proudly state on the container that they kill 99.9% of the bacteria. Hand sanitizers have been in a shortage to the point that local breweries have now switched from making their drinking beverages to making hand sanitizers. Everywhere you look and every store you walk into has hand sanitizer for you to use and most of them for you to purchase, and everything that you touch is being wiped down with antibacterial cleaners and wipes to kill off any germs or bacteria that you may have left behind. When you look in a health food store, up the supplement aisles, or in your local grocery stores, you see so many products that are now promoting boosting your immune system. And yes, we certainly need to have a strong and healthy immune system to fight even the seasonal colds, flus, and infections, but now the companies are really pushing you to boost that immune system with their products to help prevent you from acquiring the COVID-19 bacteria. Now lately, I've heard so many people complaining of generally not feeling up to par, and they're experiencing a lot more fatigue. Some people have even stated that they think it's from overuse of hand sanitizer. They've noticed that the the sanitizer leaves a film on your hands, and some people have even complained of headaches, and they think that it could be from some of the scented sanitizers. Could these really be having an ill effect from overuse? Let's take a look at how our immune system stays healthy and strong naturally and what we've been doing to either help or hinder it through the years with all of the antibacterial products that we've been using. We've been using them striving to become a cleaner and more hygienic people in places. So overall, your immune system does a very remarkable job of defending you against disease-causing germs. It's made up of various organs, cells, and proteins and it protects your body from harmful substances and germs that could make you ill. As long as your immune system is healthy, strong, and running smoothly, you really don't notice that it's there. But when it isn't running smoothly because of weakness or it can't fight those more aggressive germs, then you become ill. Germs that your body has never encountered before are also likely to make you ill. So the main tasks of the body's immune system are to fight disease-causing germs like the bacteria, the viruses, or even parasites, and to remove them from the body. It tries to recognize and neutralize harmful substances from the environment, and it fights disease-causing changes in the body, such as cancer cells. A huge proportion of your immune system is actually in your gastrointestinal tract. 
The gut is where bacteria and the immune system meet. Now, every person's gut flora is unique, but around 85% of normal gut flora is made up of good bacteria. So we want to have these good bacteria around because they perform the useful actions like utilizing our vitamins and breaking down our food for energy. The other 15%, however, is made up of what we call bad bacteria. Now these bad bacteria are the ones that can cause disease if they get out of hand. So when this 85-15 ratio is maintained, we call that a state of balance. And when the bad bacteria increase in number, we call this a state of imbalance. This can have unpleasant effects on our health. Now the shifting balance of the gut bacteria has a major impact on your immune system's health, as well as affecting your hormone balance, inflammation, and even your cognitive function. When your microbiome becomes upset by stress, infection, illness, antibiotics, or an improper diet, this creates an imbalance in the bacteria, and you may notice a wide variety of digestive issues and other problems, and some of these are going to be indigestion, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, fatigue, allergies, and even a brain fog. The benefits of a healthy gut flora is a key component of general health maintenance, and keeping your good bacteria up can help keep your microbiome balanced, which will help you maintain resilience against the disease-causing bacteria. The importance of gut health really cannot be overstated because it is vital to your immunity. An upset microbiome is no small thing. Now, what, what actually breaks down our gut and our immune systems? Well, Research has actually proven that the following foods will compromise your immune response, making infections much more likely. If you're eating a lot of processed foods um, and foods and drinks that are really high in sugar, they cause the bad bacteria and the yeast to grow in the gut. Our immune function then becomes compromised and we can't fight off viruses like the cold and flu in the proper way that we should. Refined carbohydrates are also found in those highly processed foods and they affect us as well. Heavy alcohol intake can affect the organs that regulate immunity such as the liver. The liver, which produces the antibacterial proteins that ward off bacterial diseases. Stress. Stress is a normal response to us when we have threatening situations. But chronic stress can weaken your immune system and make you much more susceptible to illnesses. Stress actually increases the body's levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone that impairs functioning cells that fight infection. Chronic stress can also slow wound healing, it can contribute to obesity, and it can increase the inflammation in the body. Sleep. How important is our sleep? And the lack of it impairs the function of cells and proteins that fight infection and may also increase the inflammatory markers that contribute to the common cold and flu. Now, while tobacco products, um, they're not part of the food groups, however, we all know that they can compromise your immune system as well. There are also some other items that we wouldn't think are compromising our immune system, and they are some of the things that we are so conscious of using multiple times daily because we're told that 
they're actually helping to keep us safe. Take a look at our antibacterial products which came into our lives to make everything more hygienic from our homes to our personal care. But over the past few years, there's growing evidence that suggests they're actually doing more harm to us than good. And one of the most common ingredients in our antimicrobial products is triclosan. That's found in everything from hand wash to toothpaste, and it can rapidly mess up the gut bacteria. Triclosan is a chemical that's found in a wide range of household products, and it actually acts as a preservative. It helps to prevent odors, it kills or removes bacteria, and it stops the growth of bacteria, fungus, and mildew. Now, some of the more common products that may contain triclosan are, number one, our hand sanitizers, and we are using them so, so often right now. It's also found in our lotions, our eye and face makeups, um, some natural health products. It's found in deodorants. Toothpaste and mouthwash contain it, as well as our soaps, our skin cleansers, and our shampoos. There's also a multitude of other things that it can be found in, such as clothing, kitchenware, furniture, and toys. And of course, these products are not regulated by the FDA. Triclosan can be easily absorbed through the skin and the intestines. And in tests, it has showed up in breast milk as well as urine. Now, studies have also shown that it can disrupt human hormones. I did find the following on a Canadian government website, and this has been updated in 2019, and it regards the triclosan, and this is what it states. We assessed the potential health and environmental risks of triclosan through a chemical risk assessment. From the assessment, we found that, number one, triclosan is not a health risk at current levels of exposure. Number two, there's no evidence that products with triclosan cause antimicrobial resistance. Number three, triclosan poses a risk to the environment. It's found in the environment when products like toothpaste and soap are washed down the drain, and the amount of triclosan that's released can pose a risk to living things in the water like plants and fish. They go on to state that you can take action to minimize your exposure and protect the envi environment by reading and following the product instructions, by following any safety warnings and directions on product labels and dispose of products responsibly, by practicing correct hand washing techniques using regular soap and water. In most cases, antibacterial or antimicrobial soap is not necessary for safe, effective hand hygiene. We must read labels to avoid buying products with triclosan. The label on cosmetic, over-the-counter drugs, and natural health products must indicate if they contain triclosan. Now, Canada does regulate cosmetics, non-prescription drugs, and natural health products, and they have a maximum amount of triclosan that is allowed in specific products. So in your mouthwash, it's allowed to have 0.03%. In non-prescription drugs, you can have 1.0%. And in cosmetics and natural health products, you can have 0.3%.
The FDA does not have any evidence that triclosan in antibacterial soaps and body washes will provide any benefits over washing with regular soap and water. So the soaps with this in it may lead to other health problems as well because there's evidence that children with prolonged exposure to triclosan have a higher chance of developing allergies and this includes peanut allergies and hay fever. So in all, we really have to remember that our skin is the largest organ of our body and it's the first line of defense in fighting bacteria and viruses from entering the bodies. However, everything and anything that we apply to our skin can be absorbed. Now once it's absorbed, it then has access to our bloodstream and our organs. So any overuse of antibacterial products is going to reduce our healthy bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. Now, if you're planning on giving up any of the antibacterial soaps, the hand sanitizers and household cleaners, you do have a couple of options. Several companies are either removing the triclosan or they've started using its cousin, triclocarbon, instead. One hand sanitizer that you may want to pick up if you can find it is Purell. Purell is a non-antibiotic hand sanitizer and it does not contain triclosan. It simply kills the bacteria and the viruses with good old-fashioned alcohol. Now, outside of hospitals, the CDC recommends the time-tested advice. Wash your hands with conventional soap and water. This is the best method of killing any bacteria and viruses. We do know that during these unprecedented times, most likely hand washing can't be done if you're traveling from store to store or when out and about. So look at which hand sanitizer you are applying and as soon as you're able to do so, wash your hands with regular soap and water. Remember, overuse of antibacterial products is going to reduce the healthy bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. Remember that when you have hand sanitizer around everywhere, younger children are much more susceptible to adverse effects from these products because they don't have as much glycogen in the liver. Now, the most common type of adverse health effects for um, even both alcohol and non-alcohol based hand sanitizers, they were eye irritation, vomiting, pink eye, mouth irritation, cough and abdominal pain. It's really difficult to get young children to keep their hands away from their face. So these are the effects that they're going to have from the hand sanitizers. Now in Europe, Europe has really heavily regulated the use of triclosan and the state of Minnesota has put an all out ban on it and that took effect in 2015. But in many other countries, Companies simply need to list triclosan as an ingredient for it to be sold to consumers. So let's look at how do we really keep our gut health and immune system happy and healthy and strong during this COVID-19? Well, I'm going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about staying healthy and strong. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to your daily dose. If you have a question for Doreen Doucette or her guest today, feel free to send an email to Doreen's Daily Dose at gmail.com. Now, back to your daily dose. So... How can we keep our gut health and our immune system happy and healthy and strong during COVID-19? Well, if you think that you should be stopping in the health food section and grabbing the supplements that state they're going to boost your immunity, let's take a look at those and see if they're really worth it or if they're, you know, kind of a waste of our time and maybe our money. Your immune system is basically split into two parts, the innate and the acquired response. Now, once an infection is detected, it's the innate response that's going to act first. It tries to flush out the infection. So that's the reason why we fill up with phlegm and and snot. It's why you're going to run a fever. And it makes you feel like you you just can't really get out of your own way. All you wanna do is just lay around and, and go nowhere. The reason for this is so that you don't go out and pick up another infection while your immune system is trying to do its job. What the innate response doesn't do, it doesn't get rid of the bacteria from the body. That's the job of the acquired system. The acquired system identifies the bacteria and then it makes antibodies that are needed to destroy the bacteria. Now, if a supplement could actually stimulate the innate immune response, then it's going to make you constantly feel unwell. You would constantly have a fever, you'd constantly have a snotty nose, and you would never feel like getting out of your own way. So there would be no obvious benefit in actually stimulating or boosting, as it's called, your immune system. So... In the respect of herbs and supplements that they state are going to boost the immune system, it's, it's really kind of a little bit of a con. What you really need to do is you need to have an overall state of good health and the immune system is going to have that same state of good health. A few excellent ways of keeping the immune system healthy, happy, and strong as well as your whole body, well, If you have deficiencies of zinc, selenium, iron, copper, folic acid, or sometimes we have deficiencies in vitamin A, B6, C, and E, this is going to alter the immune responses. So what you need to do is you have to give your body the proper fuel. You have to eat foods that are rich in vitamins and nutrients, such as your whole grains, your fruits, and your vegetables. You can stock up on these fresh foods from some local farmer's markets and eat foods as close to the source as you possibly can. Sleep. 
As simple as sleep sounds, you know, there's many people who don't get a good night's sleep. However, one of the best things that you can do to keep your body in balance is grab your seven to eight hours of sleep per night. A wide variety of ailments, including stomach upset, hives, and even heart disease, are linked to the effects of emotional stress. So spend a little time outside each day and get some fresh air. Give your mind a break. Try to relax. Try to do a little bit of moderate exercise and just try to reduce the amount of stress that's in your life. Older people and people who tend to eat less or if you have less variety in the diet, you should be asking the question if whether this is the time to be taking a dietary supplement to maintain your overall health. And of course, this will aid in a healthier immune system as well. Now this question, you should, you should be discussing this question with your healthcare professional because they'll be able to do some of the testing that's required and they can provide you with the proper answers and of course recommendations of what your body would be needing in the way of supplements which will help you maintain optimum health. Again, this is going to maintain optimum health in your immune system. You really need to become a label reader. If there are words that you can't pronounce on any food packaging or there are more than just a few ingredients listed, that product is most likely not on the best foods list. So you might want to look for something else. Finally, you know, ask your body to heal. This might sound funny to a lot of people, but there is scientific evidence to prove that what we've always known but have most likely forgotten when it comes to the power of intention. It is an extremely powerful tool. So try meditating and ask your body to heal. Take the time to say thank you. Thank your body for being healthy because you know, if you are healthy, you really do have so much to be grateful for. Now, when it comes to hand sanitizers, and you're wondering what else, if anything, you can use that might be effective and safe for you and, and also safe for your children, there is always plain vinegar. You can use it as a sanitizer, and this is the vinegar that has the 5% solution. It's just your white vinegar that you're going to find um, on any of your grocery store shelves. Hopefully, you're still going to find it. What you need to do is you just need to keep a small spray bottle in your bag. Um, after, after visiting a store or being in somewhere, you spray it on your hands the same as you would do your regular hand sanitizer. Spray the entire surface of the hands so that they're all wet. Rub it all over and then just let it dry. Just let it air dry. This, yep, it's going to smell exactly like vinegar, but once it does dry, the smell dissipates quite quickly. Now remember, this is not approved by the Center for Disease Control. However, it just might help when you use it alternatively with the alcohol sanitizers, and it may help especially for children. Always the thing you need to remember is as soon as possible, do proper hand washing with regular soap and water. Encourage your children to try to keep their, their hands away from their face and mouth and you know, just, just try and, and teach them how to do proper hand washing and hopefully a little bit of vinegar might aid in not having adverse effects. I hope this little bit of information is going to benefit so many of you during these difficult times. 
I know we're all trying to stay healthy and we're all trying to avoid COVID-19, but let's try to do it safely. Be aware of what you're putting not only into your body, but be aware of what you are putting on Thank your you body. Thank you for joining us for your daily Until dose. Week, be sure to tune in again next week on the Voice America well. Health and Wellness Channel for another edition with your host, Doreen Doucette. We'll see you then.